You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Better than fucking the snap snap Keurig. No, Keurig's terrible. It tastes like hot dog. It's another thing at work. I accused uh, the dining hall coffee of tasting like hot dogs, which it does. And I said that in front of the dining hall people. And then my coworker was who followed me with their coffee. Didn't necessarily go together. (laughs) She's like, oh, I get coffee too. She's like, you shouldn't say that in front of them. They work so hard. And I said, they work so hard at uh, putting coffee into like a machine that is also using hot dogs. And plus, like, I don't. I mean, like, they're not like one fucking Juan Valdez. They're not in like, the coffee fields <laughs> of Albany. Well, <laughs> you're definitely getting jizz in your coffee from now on. Just yeah. FYI. What else is new now? We're recording. Oh, great. You're definitely getting jizz in your coffee, by the way. That's the name of the podcast. No longer is it called Overnight Drive. It's called Jizz in Your Coffee. We're going for an edgy Mark Marin sort of thing. Brought to you by Squarespace. Should we start doing the brought to you by Squarespace stuff? Is even, it now finally time? <clears throat> yeah, we should We should say that even though we... Uh, I looked into it, actually. We do have a listenership. Oh, is that right? Nice. For, right. like, $7 a month okay. for Squarespace. That would actually offset the cost of hosting. It's not bad. All right. It's great. What about 99designs? You hate 99designs. Don't bait me. Don't bait me. What is 99designs? 99designs is like, like, what's your job? 
effectively you're an administrative assistant executive assistant all right so imagine there was a website where if you were looking for an executive assistant you could get 300 people to assist you for a day and you pay the one you like (laughs) it's like it's it's really fucked up wow i should totally do that yeah and then just stay home that's great you could really live your dream that way what is my dream I don't know. We're trying to figure that out. Expert. Let's, uh... You guys were trying to figure out what my dream was? <laughs> oh, my God. That we must spent been... a lot of time talking about it on the way up here. Wow. That must have been a fucking... I mean, thank you for being cool friends who think about, you know, my welfare, but that must have been a fucking dark walk. <laughs> no, What's no. his dream? Hmm. What does he really want to do? No. Okay. So, please, friends, tell me, what do you think my dream is? Well, it's more because you and I were talking about, like, you were asking me if I wanted to own a house, and I was kind of telling you my ideal scenario. Yeah. So we should work through your ideal scenario now. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. What's your ideal? My ideal scenario is to get paid to do to be like, do this, to be weird, and not have to work a straight job. Um, <clears throat> get paid to do things like find who wrote and performed my favorite like the theme song of my favorite porno, Banana Splits. We've talked about this, right? Is that a real thing? Yeah, I've never played that for you. I don't think so. Oh my god! I okay. watched it. You did? Yeah, you posted it on something. Else. Oh really? Okay, all right. So it is out there. <laughs> it's yeah. really good. Well, no, it's it's his name is Hagen. Okay, so this is my plan. Like something like this. His name is Hagen Dues, which is probably a fake name. <laughs> You don't think that's his birth name? <laughs> it's not a riff on Hagen does. You think that's? But why would it be a riff on Hagen does? If he's because a... it's about banana splits. All right. It's yeah. ice cream themed. I feel like so dumb for not getting that until you just explained <laughs> it for years. I'm totally serious. Like for years and years, I didn't get that. Um, it's really, really smart humor. I mean, yeah, a little tongue in cheek. It's on the nose. <laughs> it's on the nose. I, I, don't, I mean, th- stuff like that. Just to be kind of a... Uh, I mean, I, I'm running out of... I'm not, am I running out? Yeah, I'm running out of time. Um, but uh, I, I, just, to be a, just to be kind of a weird guy, I guess. You can't, you can't make money doing that, though. But don't you not... I, I say I'd prefer to not make... I'd rather just have money and do that for fun. I mean, because that's kind of Because if your income relies on being weird, then you have all this pressure to be weird. Yeah. I do feel pressure to be weird sometimes. Like, you just need to get hit by a car and be, like, kind of, you know, like, I was get thinking... fucked, up en- like, <laughs> fucked up enough so you can still live your life and just collect that, that sweet paper. I was thinking okay. more like excel in an industry briefly and make a lot of money and get out and then do that. But you went with uh, get hit by a car. Guys, do you want to at least hear the, the Banana Splits theme? Yeah, of course. Okay. Definitely. I'm going to play it, hopefully, yeah. The VHS warming up. No, this oh, is, that wasn't no, even this is just, right. No, this is a Two Hearts video. I remember exactly this from being a young teen. That's good. Basil wine. Basil wine. 
I like the moaning. Yeah. Too. It's like, remember that rap song, Nothing But Dick, where the girls were moaning in the background? Yeah, what was that Magnolia Shorty song that you were playing a lot? I can't fucking remember for the life of me. Motherfuckers. They come with a chopper. It's the only part I really remember. Nothing but dick. Yeah. <laughs> if you give me a bud, I'm gonna drink it all. Oh, it just keeps going like this. Oh, no, it's it's cool. This is the part where they introduce everybody like Scott Irish and Tom Byron. Pat Kennedy. <laughs> no, no, Pat Kennedy, no, uh, Ray, Ray Victory. <laughs> as Ray Visor, his real name. Who would go in a porno as his real name? Either very early on or very late in his career. It was probably really early on. He, had, he, had, he couldn't get a hard-on to the coke in the movie. Notice they only named male porn stars. What was what movie was this? Banana Splits. Oh, Banana Splits is the name of the movie. Yeah. All right. This is playing during a movie. Yeah, this is like the intro. And then they. What was happening visually during this? Clips of the clips you would see later on. Like whack, like you know, in the beginning of Bosom Buddies. Tastes so fine. This is like a sitcom intro for the porn. Yeah. The part I don't like is when the second, then the second verse, because I, you know, I'm a guy who doesn't like to be told what to do. In the second part, he's like, "We must now eat banana split." Keeps talking about, <laughs> which is a euphemism for pussy eating, I would imagine. And I'm like, no, like, I immediately want to be like, no, you know, no, no. Uh, well, that was it, guys. All right, not bad, not bad. Really? Now that now shows you how spotted my childhood was. That I was like twelve. That was the first porno. That was the first porno I rented from Jason Loading and never gave back. Oh wow! All right, so you get a special place in your but heart for that I one. I googled banana splits and I found on xhamster. dot com, of course. I found <laughs> the full thing. The xhamster. I found the full excellent. thing, which is such a good. It's so good. I, it's it's better than I remember. Featuring the famous porn star Scott Irish, my favorite porn star. And when anybody ever asks me, who is your favorite porn star? Because that comes star. up a lot. Yeah. Like at a bus stop. You know, like, hey, I don't, I don't want to, you know, you know I don't, can see you listening guy? to headphones. The guy. Okay. It's just because he makes funny faces. <laughs> and he's got, a, he's got a tattoo of a cobra, like, up a kitty corner from his, you know what. It's kind of cool. It's like symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> and he plays a major, major role. He keeps the, the movie going. Because, as you can imagine, the. Um, and I'll post this up on the Tumblr. Everybody can watch Banana Splits and get in the mood. <laughs> Especially you guys in, you guys on tour right now, man. You can watch Banana Splits and in the back of the van. And like, Each of you privately pretending you're doing something else, but yeah. really watching Banana Splits. With the blanket over his top. And then the jacket over top, too. The one guy whose mom pays for, like, the iPhone fucking hotspot is like, why is this going so slow? Because everyone's watching banana splits in the back of the van. <laughs> Someone screams out in ecstasy, tastes so fine. <laughs> tastes so fine. Somebody's earbud gets yanked out, and all you hear is, tastes so fine. And then an orgy happens in the band. Everybody gets, gets to really know each other in the band. They play great that night. They play... <laughs> No, they play horrible. They play horrible then. They're all worn they're out. They're all tired. They're worn out from athletic screwing. All right. You know well. what? Let's not play tonight. Let's not play tonight. Let's just skip was... it. Let's go to bed. Let's go to... Again. Let's go to bed and really just... sleep this time. No 
screwing around, <laughs> screwing around. Yeah. Anyway, that was the porn, and I showed that to everybody when I worked at the Boy Scout camp. I covered that. Excellent. And that was. Um, you worked at a Boy Scout camp. Yeah, oh yeah, this got covered. This was, right, I, I remember sorry. this one. We talked about Wasn't there a shit porn involved in uh, in this? Yeah, a uh, uh, piss and shit party, a German uh, <laughs> shit porn. Okay, that's kind of ringing the bell. So yeah. that'll definitely make it to the clip show. <laughs> yeah. You know what's actually fucked up? I was uh, I was on a flight a couple days ago, um, and I was stuck in the tarmac, and I was just trying to kill some time. So I just started to randomly play a podcast, and I played one of ours from, like, a bunch of years ago. You loved it. Um, and, yeah, I was just like, man, we, we were funny once. It's a shame how, how hard this, this show has fallen off. <laughs> um, Shit. And I heard myself say on the podcast that it's like, oh, you know, today's my kidney stone anniversary, you know, was whatever, and we talked about that. And then I said to myself in real time, like, when the when, what? That had to be right around now. And I looked, and it was the same fucking day. Wow. Yeah, two or three years. Like, I guess it must have been two years to the day I happened to randomly put on that podcast and remember that it was my kidney stone anniversary. It's really weird. Which I only really remember because it was also uh, <laughs> listener Joe Pianta's birthday. So All right. I, I didn't go to his party. So uh, that's... Ha- happy birthday, Joe Pianta. That's okay. I didn't go to your party. I have a feeling that his party is only open to people who are really into running. Mm-hmm. It's really fast. It's just a running party. You have to catch up to them. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's, it's just him and a bunch of like oh, sub-Saharan yeah. Africans just gonna, fucking running down the street. We're gonna run and we're gonna, you know, do the do the twelve k, and we're gonna go up the go up the hill and down. It's gonna be great. That's my explanation of running. I don't even think Joe runs anymore. Mm-mm. No, he's like a running coach. He just sits and, and laughs at everyone. Running he's like around. my old coach, Mr. Sakaris from uh, from high school. Yell at you for not doing his shit, but he didn't do fucking. He didn't do anything. I, just, I would just see him watering his garden when I walked past the house. That was oh, the only thing I ever saw like, that dude do physically. That was like Mr. Cardi in elementary school, who was our. He looked like Rusty Jones, the muffler guy. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he was um, and he was like really into not doing a thing for like city. He brought a chair out and sat down, and one time he grabbed me by the back of the neck because I threw the bat when I hit a home run. Mm-mm. That kind of—that's a no sale. That kind of like set my life going in a weird direction for a little while. Um, I can still remember that. It's not—it didn't have great effect on my life. Should we just do an episode of all gym teachers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gentlemen. trying to think of all my gym teachers. I can only think well, I must have had like more than four teacher, gym though, teachers. Right? Like... Gym teachers were especially fucking sad though, oh, because yeah. they were like dudes who couldn't do anything. Those who cannot do teach, right? But even beyond, like, all right, teachers are sad normally. Like, teaching is a fucking sad as shit profession. But gym teachers are like guys who are really looking into the void. Like, it's rough. Like Dan, like late era Danny Glover in like maybe like Lethal Weapon Four. Yeah, and he was like totally That's over like, it. Old teachers, like young teachers, like probably any teachers who are listening to this, you're great. No, you're not. You're sad as shit. Oh, come <laughs> on. You're a like teacher. Any old teacher, it's just they're just sad, right? Yeah. I, I work at a I work at a school, and there's teachers who are coming in to to get their contracts renewed, and they are the most bitter people I've ever met. Yeah. They have little asides about everything. <laughs> <laughs> My fun work day uh, consists of now because. The president had her life threatened by somebody who got fired. 
as one as one does. Wait, like somebody at work? Yeah, somebody That's got sick. fired, and then they threatened her life, so she put these these key card locks on the doors, and they only authorized twelve people to use the key card locks. So everyone else trying to get in the building goes, kum, kum. <laughs> then they go knock 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 knock, and then they go outside to my office window <laughs> and go um, knock knock knock, <clears throat> and then do the. Like, you know when somebody cuts you off in traffic? Yeah, like, I do that all the time. I love doing that. Yeah. Or when somebody, like, almost hits me with their car and they're making a left turn without a signal. I love doing... Yeah, they do that look. Like, I, I gain, I'm a locksmith and I install this. <laughs> so then I bear the brunt of... Oh, Jesus, like maximum security here. It's like Fort Knox here. Oh, I didn't know I work in a prison now. I, like, if you're a teacher, you're, you have a master's. You're, you're, you should be, like, intelligent and come up with better quips at least but no I got like the Fort Knox line like four times you should install a motorized shade in your window that way you're just on your computer and you're typing you're looking straight forward and they can't see that you just press a button and a shade just lowers in front of their face <laughs> like it'd be one thing if you turn and you lower the shade then whatever it would be a totally other thing if you would just press a button and it would magically go down by itself I think that would really that would be, be that would be good great. comic effect much like the shade is, is slowly going down in my life yeah exactly uh, back to and then here we are back to uh, what my my plan would be what my dream is my old boss Peter Wall who's now the uh, chief performance officer at Sefki Bank excellent was like when I called him to thank him for giving me a good, um, a good reference when I got this job, huh. um, he was like, "Well, I just want to, I just want you to think about how this job fits in with your plan." What's my plan, Peter? And I was like, "Geez, I'm, I, I, that's what I thought after I hung up. I'm like, he's got a better idea in my plan he's than I do. Seriously, yeah, yeah, he's got. I'm here to bank some serious he's really cash. Forward thinking. I'm here to bank some cash and, uh, you know, get out. But I look at, I, I look at my father and I'm like, he's holy shit, and he's still alive. Like and he like had to work until he was like fifty seven, and he would have worked longer if he didn't like break his knee off. Um, I see. He's living the dream. He, he got dreams. hurt enough he's, to he's, not have to work anymore. I, I almost know in my heart. I'm my, sure he seems like he's living the dream. And he's walking up and down the stairs, like taking it half. Yeah, you live in half a the ranch, stairs and stopping to breathe. Ranch style you know? house, one floor. No, you're they, good. they have a Cape Cod style house. Thank you very much. Built in 1942. How cute. Yeah, it's great. Maybe we'll take a look. Yeah, you want to buy my parents' house? I'd, I'd have to drag my father out of there, kicking and screaming. He's got his own, like, commando little unit there right now. He's got his little corner with accordions and army stuff, and he's like a big kid, and you can't like pull him away. Accordions? Like accordions? Yeah, my father plays the accordion. Wow. It's like the beginning of uh, the Hooters, and we danced, you know, that. The, the, uh, that's an accordion, right? Does your father also have, like, a douchey mustache, like that whole steady guy? No. No, no, he, it doesn't, he doesn't has, go for that. He has had uh, douchey facial hair. My father was a big goatee guy in the 80s and 90s. That's pretty sick. <laughs> Just did he have a flavor saver? No, no, no. He never did that. He wanted to grow his hair long, though. And uh, he did for a little while. That was great. And there's some pictures of it that he hates. Um, but yeah, I mean, should we pull the audience? I don't know what my plan is, honestly. I'm, a good, I'm good at what I do. I just don't like what I do. And that's pretty much been the story of yeah, my life. Should, should you crowdsource your life plan? That'll be able to <laughs> have... New contest. We'll have, new contest. We'll just have everyone write in with your life plan, and you can cherry-pick the parts you like best. I'm just interested in what your guys' uh, discussion was about me for hours driving up. Yeah, I don't really no, think no, we had one. You know, no, I, I think, this is just yeah. stemming from our very recent conversation of, like, ten minutes ago. Oh, okay, good. 
I feel better knowing that you didn't. You don't really care about me. No, we don't talk in the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I would like to. I just think that guys like like guys who are supposed to be funny, like Louis C.K., who aren't real, who are just kind of like complaining ass. Like I could. I mean, if I really put my mind to it, I could totally be funnier than that. And it took him like fifteen years to reach his pinnacle because he played the game, man. He kissed a little ass, and then he got a gig, and he kissed some more ass, and then he got another gig, and he kissed some more ass, and he got another gig. Kind of like how bands get bigger, you know? I think he just did it. You just have to do it. But I don't like it. It's just scared to just do it. Gotta you do did hustle. it. You start, I mean, you, you well, did the hardest part, which is whole... like doing it the first time, you know? You just got to keep doing it now. That's the whole jam, is it's scary to do it. That's, that's like, that's the entire, that like, crux of it. It's not even scary to do it. It's just, I, when I did that stand-up comedy, like, one time, I was like, okay, I did it. And I felt like a total success. I look back on it now, and I was really, really... We should go back and rewatch that. I was... I took a lot of... Like, I was, like, mixing pills at that point in my life. <laughs> and, That's um, hilarious. I do, I do remember that era pretty, <laughs> yeah, pretty pill, vividly. Mixing pills in that. I had, like, four Budweiser's, like, chugged them. Like, basically, like, almost two liters of Budweiser right before I went on stage. And I... I thought I was like Jumbo, like J- not maybe Jim Belushi, like that level funny. I look back on it and I'm just like very high on pills. <laughs> That's pretty sick. <laughs> and I'm just that could like, be your stick though. Oh, hot, you could appeal to a lot, like a lot of people with that sense of humor. Like fat high on pills. That's like down. half of the country is like high on yeah, pills. So yeah. that could so be when like I, when I do stand up, I should be like just before I go any further, I just want to let you guys know, and then people yell back, "You're high on pills." There you go. Yeah, and then you just smash a watermelon, and that's it. This is your corner. You got this. It's great. And then I take a whole bottle of pills and I die slow on stage. <laughs> Remember when you took a pill on stage? Oh my yeah. god! At the last live, uh, at yeah. the last oh live god. podcast, Ozzy Osbourne. Ah. I remember there being. I looked right into the eyes of I forget who it was, but somebody who I knew they were straight edge, and I did it right then and there. And I got I got some disapproving looks. Like, oh my god, he's ruining, his life is in shambles. He's ruining his life. <laughs> we need to talk to him deeply about his life decision. Well, I mean, they're free to comment now and give you their please, life plan for you. Please, so. please, yeah, person, you please person who's straight edge in 2015, please comment on my uh, on where my life is. Thank you. All right, so we got the contest established. <laughs> that's uh, please. That's it. We'll we'll cherry pick your new life. Out of yeah, these, uh, I mean, did you just post it up? No, not yet. But I uh, I can do that. I don't. It, this microphone will. Pick up the sound. Like, we'll definitely have heard Gabri say, "I have to pee." Like, no question. Um, by the way, yeah. by the way, everybody, Gabri's here. But, but is so powerful that it actually might pick up the sound of her peeing. Oh so God. we'll we'll see which one guy is super excited about it. How one guy like really like just cranked up his oh Sennheisers my. for that. Oh, what does she look like? Um, do, do any weirdos add her on Facebook? Oh yeah, I think so. I think she's gotten a, a slew of weirdos adding her. Every now and then she'll be like, "Who is so and so on Instagram?" And I'll I'll barely look up from playing Grand Theft Auto. I'm like, I don't know. Podcast person. Podcast person. God, Grand Theft Auto is fun. And then we don't talk first of the night. Oh my god. I haven't played Grand Theft Auto Five. I don't I don't know anything about it. I played it tonight. See, you, I got in good on with a bunch of these dudes. Like I play on Justin Kisses. Uh, and his online shit. <laughs> his online shit. I got good with these dudes, and I made up over $100,000 in missions. 
How does it translate to real world dollars, though? It doesn't. Oh, well, fuck. I'm and then, wasting my time. I'm shit. spinning my wheels, man. What should if I do? If you had done real crimes, it would have been a different story. Well, what should I do, man? I don't, we're going to find out. We're, we'll find out in episode 90. We'll, uh, that'll be the great <laughs> unveiling of... Uh, I just kind of want to be um, just like a guy who gets paid to be weird and does little weird projects. But that means I have to be on my grind all the time. Yeah, exactly. Which I think she is the better idea. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Um, of... <laughs> Just making a fuck ton of money in one shot and then living off of that and being weird as a habit. That know. seems a lot easier to do. Kind of working on that. Yeah, right. You know what fucking sucks? We're watching The Simpsons with no sound on. You can tell just by looking at this how fucking unfunny this episode is. This is really, this is, <laughs> this is rough. Yeah. Uh. Well, this is episode 89. Um, 88 got, uh, got a little racial. Uh, in the first pass at this, I found out that nobody came down hard on us, which I was surprised about. There was uh, there was some there was some shit. I mean, either that. you don't care or you're totally okay with us being very off color, which you've come to expect. Which yeah, I've talked about fingering. I've talked about like I coined the term ab ripper. Like I've talked about women. Com- I've talked about women coming. I've talked about hairy puss. You know. Speaking of which, do you want to walk us through your party last night? My party last yeah, night? Yeah, your, your Monday evening Troy, New York uh, extravaganza. <laughs> well, guys, all right, I'm going to get a little graphic here. Not, I, didn't, I didn't get down on anybody. Right? Didn't get down, but I, a friend of mine, two friends of mine were moving away. So I was like, you know, I'm going to say goodbye. Um, I don't really know that many people. Troy is like a... Um, it's like a tiny little Williamsburg, like a block of Williamsburg, where everybody's very funky. <laughs> <laughs> very bohemian. So I go there, and I'm, I bring, you know, bring a, I stop at Hess, which I love. That's apparently my thing lately. I just, I just realized I Yeah, what at, the fuck is with you and Hess? You did it on the way over here, too. I stopped at Hess on the way over. I stopped at Hess on the way over to pee. Also, I, we need to paint this picture completely. Troy is like a block of Williamsburg. But set on all sides for three miles by the people from the Whites of West Virginia movie. <laughs> like it's 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 a rough scene in every other part of it. Yeah, it's like, it's like gummo with like a, <laughs> it's it's like gummo with uh, like a penny farthing. Yeah, it's like gummo. If gummo had like a Chipotle with like people on their phones, <laughs> it's kind of what it is. Yeah. All right. If gummo, if you could picture in your minds, if gummo had. Like, um, what am I thinking of here? If Gummo had like an Urban Outfitters, <laughs> yeah, that's about right. If Gummo had an Urban Outfitters where, like, there are Gummo people, and you know, you move the picture frame and roaches come out, and whatever, well, the worst scene in the movie. And then you also have, but when you have like this, these, like this, these groundlings, like these maybe like thirty or forty people who. You know, I have to wear like a lot of different layers, even though it's hot out. Like that kind of those kind of people. You know what I mean? Like people who maybe like uh, don't drive on purpose. Yeah. Not be oh, you know, oh, I'm really in between cars right now. I fucking don't have so much money. Like they don't drive on purpose, even though they probably have a lot of dough. People who wear like, uh, <clears throat> like forest ranger jeans. You know, like that look. You know. Anyway, so here I am at this party with all these people there, right? They're like bugging out. There's like a dog walking. It's like the 60s, man. There's like a dog walking around. You just look at, you know, like, oh, where this dog? Oh, just was that there a d- baby? No, there, no, there baby. wasn't a baby. That would be gummo. That, if there was a baby at the party, there would be gummo. People smoking cigarettes, walking around and shit. 
and it's hot in the apartment, right? So <laughs> I'm smelling a little, you know, the guy's getting a little ripe. This, a woman I've never seen before walks by me. And I don't know, um, uh, I'll, I'll pose the question to everybody. You've been in, in situations where you've given oral sex to somebody who's not clean. Like, who is under. Are you asking me? Yeah. Well, yeah. Gavin. Unfortunately. Just say yes. Andrew's a fucking, Andrew's kissed by a rose. He's fine. He's, he's never seen. But um, you go, and it's like you get hit in the face of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You go, you're about to go down and then and it's like, you know, it's like danger, Will Robinson. Danger, danger, you know? Like, oh, I was just taking my sock off. That's, that's all. Yeah. You hit in the face of it like right away. This, when someone walked by me, I got that, it's like went right up my spine. I was like, huh? Like the person, that smell was all encompassing that person. I got a mouthful of the dirty genital smell, like taste, and I couldn't shake it. I had to guzzle a, a, a Modelo because I'm in. Whoa. <laughs> you think this person just walks around like this all the time? It got funky in a different way. It got funky in a, I mean, everybody's like a little funky, but it got funky in a way different in way. In a real, it got real. It got real, real. And I don't, I was, and everyone else was totally with it. I noticed the dog was following her around too. I don't know. If that, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, I realized I had a, I had a go. I mean, I, I got to go. I, the person, a friend of mine was moving and I, I, I copped some things from them because they were like giving it away. Um, giving some stuff away so I got like some mic stands and I got like a weird old MXR I, I really need fucking mic stands for this shit you should bring those over in a few days that's I fucking yes. that's, that's excellent that's two great. mic stands perfect, perfect. And I have an, an old MXR EQ unit which is neat less use for that we, we, but, yeah. we, could, we could put our voices in the EQ unit that is true alright <laughs> that's funny because I was just sitting as we were packing for this trip I'm like should I bring mic stands I have two uh, like actual on stage straight up and down mic that stands that is fucking perfect alright um, excellent anyway. So episode ninety saved. <laughs> what I mean, what a what a what a what a horror that ha- it was to me. That's bleak. It was so rough, and it really took me back to my time in Olympia, where that smell was always around. And I learned, I, I learned, um, I learned my sex moves with women who that was that was the smell, and it kind of took me back. It was like pleasure spiked with pain. You know, it was like maybe like a. Uh, Gary just made the I smell shit face. I yeah. love it. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> it was, uh, but I, I, I fast forward. I hadn't, I hadn't smelled that smell in years, and it took me all back. Like today, I, when I was in Target, I smelled um, like, um, for lack of a better term, awesome. everybody needs to pull. You just need to sit down and have like a joint or a beer, and just. I'm going to use this term. I was in the, the like the black section. Targets, yeah, like the hair care section, right? Because I was, I need, because my hair is like, it's my hair is like straw, and I always noticed that, you know, you, uh, uh, people who are African American have like nice soft hair, so I went there and I smelled the the um, like the uh, jojoba or whatever it's called, the soap, <laughs> the jojoba, yeah, it's a jojoba. <laughs> The jojoba. That's my <laughs> jojoba oil in the black section of Target. Oh, man. Yeah, You're right. not doing yourself any favors right now. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. But anyway, so I'm like, I'm at the jojoba section, and I'm smelling the jojo. Jo- jo- Jose. <laughs> I'm here with my friend. Jose Banks. What did you call it? Jose Banks. Jose Banks. Instead of Joseph A. Banks. Jose. I'm with, okay, look. I went. I had a day off from work, and I went and I picked up Jose Banks, and then I went and I picked up my friend Jojoba. Jojoba. <laughs> 
And I picked up my friend Jojoba, and we went to Target to the black section. I, I mean, but it was. But what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what? what I'm, Nothing. I'm, no judgment here. What I'm trying to say is that I smelled. I'm trying to relate this to the. Um, the I smelled awful, dirty genitals at this party. I also smelled the jojoba or the yoyoba, whatever it's called, and uh, it took me back to watching Nickelodeon as a kid. And I remember that my mother used that stuff at the same time, and I ended up using it because we had like one shampoo bottle for all of us. Speaking of gummo, you know, and so I smelled that, and I remembered watching Turkey TV on Nickelodeon. Like I had like a memory flash. I kind of could have got through that story without being so offensive. Yeah, but what's the fun of that? But it's cool. So I, smell supposed to be the, the strongest uh, memory trigger. That, that smell, the smell, I smell. I mean, that must mean everybody smells the same. Because that smell was exactly that tin mixed with like, like like food that's been it's off, like food that's been out too long, you know. But it's mixed with tin, you know. It's like the. I have the only weird memory like that I have is of being a kid and being sick. Probably the flu or something. I definitely had a fever. And uh, I was watching the, the beginning of Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> and my mother made me a pizza bagel. And it was, to this day, the worst thing I'd ever put in my mouth ever. Like, it was, and like, I'm sick and I need to eat, so I'm, like, suffering through this pizza bagel that's making me nauseous. And I'm watching fucking Harry and the Hendersons and I'm laying in the couch and Beth Page and feeling terrible mm-hmm. so uh, to this day when you want to ask me if I want a pizza bagel the answer is invariably no like <laughs> no I'm good thank you I got it I'm all set what about you Gab um, uh... I'll fuck with the pizza bagel what can't breathe we don't ask much from you <laughs> we, have, we ask you to, to be around we, also, we ask you to pay, pay attention when we're recording okay Andrew and I have already talked about it. No. <laughs> we just went, I was looking for pizza bagels the other night and you did not even mention this. I would have mentioned you if were you just picked them up. let me have them. Oh, well, Andrew, you can, you can have them. Andrew, it's fine. why do you keep things from Gabri? Why do you keep your thoughts from Gabri? Listen, these are... This is relationship corner. Uh-oh. This this Harry and the Hendersons memory is mine. <laughs> Andrew, you, you, when you, you can't be in a relationship. It's like the scary part where it's like from Harry's perspective and he's walking oh, through the Andrew, woods. Andrew, you, you know? can't be in a relationship and have thoughts that are your own and keep yourself. <laughs> I think that's why we're okay. Yeah, I, you don't want to know what's going on up here. Know. It's all right. He it's doesn't want to know. We're good. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all Just, set. Come on, guys. Yeah, like you can have a pizza bagel. I won't think any less of you. I just won't have any of the pizza bagel. And you can I have, no idea. And you can have your own thoughts. Yeah, it's, it's all and good. I, and you don't want any part of it. You, you, no, you don't want to go down there. You do I do not. want to go down there. Oh, who's that? This floor is awfully dirty. I hope Pete the janitor comes by soon. <laughs> Wait, who's there? Andrew, get the door. What? Yeah. Get the door. Yeah. Oh, cool. Wait, oh, let's do the Foley effect right now. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Andrew, this floor is filthy. Isn't Pete the janitor coming by soon? Yeah. Oh my god, is that Pete the janitor? I think someone's there. You should go get the door. Come on, let me in. I'm already five minutes late. Oh, hey! Oh, wow, the dog is here. We've, we've woken up the dog. This is great. Everybody, I brought my dog in here, too. <laughs> Hey, everybody! 
Pedro, I always see you. I see you walking. I think this looks so good all the time. I want to give you a ride. Thanks, Pete. Anyway, I want to give you a ride, but I don't want to go down there. Yeah, you don't want to go down there. <laughs> I done that one time. Guys, did I tell you? We got to have lunch sometime. Man. I'm always... <laughs> I'm always. Did I tell you? Did I tell you we got our lunch sometime? I'm always in your neighborhood where you work. I know where you work. We got our lunch sometime. Because sometimes I always hang around that neighborhood because I want to catch a glimpse. But sometimes, well, I want to catch Tarano Tatis sometimes because he live right around there. And if he ever need the floor wax, he know what to call me. <laughs> the guy you have the fucking. on, on the porch. The the guy you put the picture up of uh, yeah I met like, him classic I met I met Pete the Gemini. did you see that I did I met Pete he so talked like him. that he had the the like superintendent like the the, uh, the housing complex fucking uniform on and he's talking to me about like yeah it's a big city but if you get the right thing lined up together everything gonna be he's like saying <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> it's a, he was like I think he was might have been a little drunk but he's like. Because like, it's a big city, but if you get the right things lined up, it doesn't got to be like that. I remember him saying that. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything, but it makes total sense. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Uh. Uh, it's a big city, but if you get the right thing lined up, you're going to be all right. Yeah, you're just like, yeah. I'm like, totally, yes. Pete. Thanks, Angel. Thank you, Angel. That's what I needed to hear. Thank God, if I ever hit hard times and I had to move into where you work... And you gotta go up and down 64 flights of stairs and don't believe that I take the elevator not once. <laughs> 64 flights of stairs. 64. Yeah, that would be 32 stories. Where does he live? He lives at Central Towers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 32 flights of steps, man. That could make your leg, that make your leg hurt. But then you still got the belly from drinking too much beer, right, Gabri? You <laughs> 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 did drink too much beer, and you got to lose some weight. You drink too much beer. He <laughs> <laughs> drink too much. I see him drink beer on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> I see him when I get in my van. It's like I can see the whole city. Aww. When I'm in my van, I get the radio on, and it's like I'm in my own world. In the city. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Anyway, that's my best Pete performance. All right, Pete. Really Pete, was, uh, Pete was on point tonight. Oh, my, oh, oh we got to do the... Oh, see you later, Pete. Oh, the floor looks great. Where was I? Wow. Yeah. Back here I am. Oh, wow. Oh he, oh, he must come to the side. I was waiting oh. for him at the front door. Oh, well. Oh, my God. I went to the back door, and he came to the front door. That's sometimes how life works. It's a big city, but... Pete, what you're trying to get lined Pete, up. You gotta get Pete, lined up. The Pete, city will eat you alive. Yeah, Pete, what you're trying to say is, I went to the back door, but you were at the front door, and that's how, sometimes that's how Some, life works. It works out that way, yeah. Sometimes not how life works. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Sometimes not how life works. You want to knock out a, a bunch of these questions? We've got a lot of these things. Sure. Damn. Can I do it in the Pete voice? I guess you can, sure. With special guest Pete the Janitor, man. Okay, hold on. I, do, I just got this phone at Cricket Wireless. <laughs> They're nice down there. You know me? You know, next to that. They're next to the, uh, the Polish place. Next to the... I can't do it. It's Pete anymore. I was going to say that you'll, you'll do that for five minutes and then you won't be able to talk for the rest of the episode. 
Man, next time do cricket wireless, man. I got a good day. I walk home. I'm my own man. I got my phone. <laughs> I got keys to a truck. <laughs> it's like I feel like I'm my own man because I got a phone from Cricket Wireless. Brought to you by Quick Cricket Wireless. If you're on fucking, if you're on the skids and you need to call someone, <laughs> you need to get like 500 megabytes of data a month. Go to Cricket Wireless. They're gonna set you up. 90 bucks a month, unlimited. You got it. Brought to you by Cricket Wireless. If Cricket you're on the Wireless, skids. where the city doesn't seem quite so big. If you're on the skids, man, you you had the better moments. You come to Cricket Wireless, they're gonna help you out, man. Everything's gonna be alright. You're gonna come home feeling like you've done something good. You got the phone, you put the phone down, and you feel like a man. <laughs> <laughs> you put the phone down, you know, all you can ask for, man. You put the phone down. You can watch The Simpsons on your phone too. Don't think I don't do that while I'm driving. <laughs> but then that guy always has like a family member who helps explain the phone to him. You know, yeah, like he I doesn't know. fully know. He's I, like, my niece knows. She my nephew me how knows how to, how to do phone. that. My daughter's girl boyfriend's got the all locked up. <laughs> he got the iPhone and he showed me. He said my phone no good, but I looked around right in the eye and I said, as long as I got a phone in this life, I'm just as good as you, man. And I got a job and you don't. <laughs> um, damn it! I yeah. just lost All right, it. No more um, Pete. All right, who's <laughs> who's least likely to end up? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, the shadow of Pete is still in here. Pete's still taking, here. Take it a second. Oh, here he is, driving away okay. now. Doom. <clears throat> who's least likely to end up on the podcast at this point, Patrick or the Goodman? Ugh. Patrick said no. Patrick said no. Patrick says no. And I mean, I, I also like turned him down as well. So it's just like it's a fucking uh, turned him down. Yeah, it was just like I he he's been barred. But I mean, yeah, you could have him um, on. Uh, and uh, you know, the Goodman. Who knows? Life is long. Who can say? Life is long. Who can say? I mean, we're going to be broadcasting in New York, which is a little foreshadowing of uh, five minutes from now when we spill the beans. And tell everybody about our master plan for October. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is going to be great. Gabby's going to be there. And maybe Pete the Janitor will make an appearance. I'm just going to say now that it might be the best thing that's ever happened to you. Um, <clears throat> at maybe. Least, at least in life. Or maybe maybe even past that. And beyond. Um, <clears throat> There's a lot of mean stuff. People write some mean yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah? real with me. That? Pat has a small dick and doesn't shave his ding dong, right? That's uh, I mean, shave that's, his like. I've seen Pat shave your actual wiener. Is that a thing that people do? I think yes. Do you so. shave your actual dick? Some people have hair growing on the shaft. On their dick? I think it's Let's get real. Tell me. Okay, fine. Here's a, here's what happened to me. Here's oh, the thing. Here's what happened, here's to, me. What happened to me. Here's what happened to me two weeks ago. It got really hot, and when it gets really hot, although I enjoy uh, when people wear have, uh, as Chuck Berry would say, when a woman has a long hair pussy. Um, That's how Chuck Berry would put it. Yeah, Chuck Berry had a song called "Long Hair Pussy." You know? Interesting. Yeah, I just made that up. Um, <laughs> but doesn't it sound like something that Chuck Berry would do? He ended up he pissed on a woman once. Yeah, he took Berry's a little fucked up. That sounds like an old, like maybe like an old Southern, uh, like spiritual. 
<laughs> Long head pussy. Um, okay, so, anyways, I mean, everybody knows that already. I don't know why I'm telling everybody. Um, but I, I uh, shaved down, you know, shaved a, a winter's mane off. Manscaping. Manscaping. That's what I used my clippers that I used, like, on you know, my beard, you know? But I used them with no guard. Yeah, I know. I, nope. almost, I almost cut it off. I almost did the, I almost did the world a favor. I, I almost did the next twenty women a favor. Because it was like I cut. I was like, oh my god, I cut it because I had but hairs there. But you weren't intending to shave on your shaft. Yeah, you were. I you shave ma- on your shaft. I made myself a little hard so it would be easier. Like it was on this. There was some hairs on the shaft. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's not great, but it's it's the truth. Are you anti-shaving? That's yeah. I just said. I Listen, mean, things are changing. You know, it's uh, it's a new world. I'm not. I mean, I'm a, I'm pro. Do what you want. I'm anti-shaving because some fucking like mean dude says you should take care of that. <laughs> so you're yeah. anti-mean dude, really? Yeah, I'm anti-mean dude. You can do I re- I respect that. You can do whatever you want. It's yours. It's your mouth. <clears throat> Yeah, it's your, uh... <laughs> Mind your mound, your own mound. Mind your own mound. Mind. Yeah. <laughs> Mind your own mound, basically. It's great. I think, I totally agree with that philosophy. Yeah. Mind your own mound. If you want to make that mound a dune, or if you want to make that mound like a forest in Siberia, do whatever you want. Or somewhere in between. Maybe like a, like a nice step. Like a, like a, like the endless step in, uh, between Russia and, uh, like a, like a topiary. Right, exactly, or like a like a rolling plane, or a landing strip. Some people are really fond of the landing strip. You know, Andrew's uh, Andrew has told me many times that he's extremely yeah. fond of the landing. It's strip. my sure. favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. We all know that about him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing, one rumor, hot, one rumor going around the hot streets is that Andrew is really into landing strips. <laughs> and people still come up to me and they don't say hi. And they don't say how you doing. They say, "Oh my God, I heard that Andrew likes landing strips." That's basically what's been going around. What I'd like you to do is shrug knowingly from now on. Okay. Like, but like you know, you know. The, mm, <laughs> only one way to know. find out. Because the only you also say about Andrew, he's a little bad. Just oh. a little. Just a little bad. Just the right amount. Doesn't mean just the right amount of bad. Mm-hmm. It's a bad boy. Boy toy. What do we got? Uh, Hans, man, how would I get at you about playing a house show in Philly as Bear Mattress? Gee whiz. Boy, I would... Uh, that's... I'm going to be 38 in a week. A couple of weeks. That's, that's... The house shows might be past you? No, I'm not past house shows. I mean, <clears throat> not a huge fan of Philadelphia. Um, but, okay. Great. Let's do it. Um, That's how you get at him. You just did. Just get at me uh, the same way you just got at me. That's that's cool. Uh, you can add me on Facebook. I've posted my shit a couple times. Or you can, um, you know, just ask a punk. Because my name rings through the streets. I'm like fucking, I'm like... You're like Marlowe. I'm on a level of like um, Keith Morris from the Circle Jerks. I'm on like that level of punk fame at this point in my life. And, you know, when... But of course that... With having me play comes a certain amount of concern. Like, would a basement hold the crowd that's going to show up? Do you have overflow? 
an overflow uh, for the because you have a gonna, game plan for when it you, you know plan. when it spills into the streets. Yeah, do you have a game plan for when this shit really pops off and you get two hundred and fifty screaming fans, three hundred. There's vans. There's like seventy bikes outside. There's dogs tied up. People are running in. Like, oh, I, I gotta leave my dog. I Did can't. I miss it? I don't have time to tie up my dog. Just watch my dog. And they run inside just to see me, see me play my two songs. And uh, so, ask yourself if you're ready for that. Yeah, I, I'd do a little more planning before yeah. you uh, before you jump in. Also, I mean, I'm a internationally recognized musician, so therefore, I, I just I require a certain level of compensation. Um. I don't. I do my own management. I'm like uh, I'm like the Dante Culpepper of music, where I manage myself. Google, uh, look up Wikipedia. Dante Culpepper. He was blacklisted from the league for being his own agent. Um, <clears throat> he also had a bad knee, but we'll talk about that. And so I do my own compensation. I do my own writer. Um, I'm thinking that maybe the 76ers should maybe postpone one of their games. It's on your writer. What's, what's on my writer? Um, <clears throat> a clause I can sign that allows me to get paid without showing up. That's pretty sick. <laughs> that's what's on my writer. In like night in like twenty one point century font with a big X and a big line where I can sign and fax it back. In other words, sure, get at me. I love to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Andrew, I remember you saying that you grew up in Valley Stream. I'm a lifelong resident of that part of Nassau County. I'd love to hear any stories or recollections you have of your Long Island days. I don't really have many. I don't know. I uh, I moved when I was a little too young to commit a fuck ton of that to memory. Um, but what I would urge you to do is drive to Valley Stream. Drive past the spot where Ed's Aquarium was. Drive past the burned down IHOP. Uh, make a U-turn on Sunrise Highway and drive down Astor Place to the dead ends and pull up in front of 21 Astor Place and say, this is where it all began. Wow. This is, this is where it happens, right, right here. And then as you pull away, you can <laughs> drive past the apartment building, if it's still there, that my father accidentally burned down. <laughs> <laughs> because for some reason, he thought that when there was a fire... That you were supposed to leave, like, open the door with <laughs> the fire, was, as opposed to close it. He was just like, oh, yeah, no, I thought that you were you were supposed to open the door. And as a result, he damaged most of the building when the fire started in his in his detached bathroom. Because he had clothes all over the floor. There was an electrical spark. And... <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's like I see my, my future life. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. So that's uh, that's on the corner of uh, Astor Place and Sunrise Highway. That's that's a cautionary tale. That is a cautionary tale. Pick up your detached bathroom and close the door if there's a fucking fire. Also, clean out your lint trap. Yeah, clean out your lint trap for fuck's sake. If you do one thing today, clean out your lint trap. We were uh, we were at Gabri's. He's not really your uncle. I don't know how he relates. He's like you know your uncle who's not really your uncle. Yeah, Gabri comes from a real like down home Italian family where there's just like. Uncle Ricky and Uncle Uncle Stowe and all those guys, but uh, so she was with. Uh, we were with her, her uncle Tommy, who I would love, absolutely oh, yeah, love, that'd be a good get to get on this podcast. That would be the ultimate. 
If we could get Uncle Tommy on this podcast, Ooh. it'd be amazing. You look so apprehensive right now. Oh, no. <laughs> uncomfortable. Uncom- <laughs> My favorite character in the world is Uncomfortable Gabby. I'm just going to say it right now. Her whole demeanor, she starts like moving in these ways. Yeah. Mysterious ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, he told a cautionary tale about him and his brothers burning down his house by not cleaning out their lint trap. Jesus. So yeah, don't don't be like Uncle Tommy. He also don't told be us like the story father. about someone jumping onto the L train and then the, everybody from his school going to yeah, check like out his a free period to go check out the guts. <laughs> Great dude, love him. Um, yeah, that's all I really remember about fucking Valley Stream. I don't know, like I, the rest of it is like you can ask your parents about the Coral Inn. My grandfather owned that place. The Coral Inn. The Coral Inn, yeah. That was, uh, I think it's a McDonald's, like, office now, or something like that. Um, let's <laughs> see. I'm a 23-year-old guy. I think I'm decently good-looking and average in most ways. You should be nicer to yourself. Jesus. <clears throat> it's been a fantasy of mine for a while now to hook up the woman significantly older than me, as in the 30 to 45 area. I don't drink or anything, so I feel like I might not have too much luck in environments involving alcohol. Any advice on how to increase the odds of this happening? The internet, man. The internet, yeah. Oh Seems like the way to go. It's so it, easy. Okay, Cupid, that's a, literally you, the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, what you described on Okay, Cupid is what's called a slam dunk. You're like Sean Kemp right now. Yeah. Go on there and be like, haha. Pick like, <clears throat> set your age like 35 to 40, or 35 to 45. You, you will, you will get that in a night. Put a picture of you like. Hanging a shelf or something on there, <laughs> and your, your inbox will be fucking flooded. Yeah, yeah. You should pushing, just pushing message them and be like, "Oh, you're you're reading reaching your sexual peak. Me too." Oh, yeah. done. Boom. That's it. Yes. Boom. A picture of you pushing All a right. stroller wouldn't hurt. That's done. There you go. Yeah, we just solved your ass problem. Yeah, easy. Yeah. That's great. Um... Easiest thing I've done all I think day. I'm decently. Let's talk about this guy. Who does, like, hey, I mean, yeah, what's going on there? Yeah, if you're saying that, then you're you're fine. Like you're obviously, you know, you're good and enough. Average looking. in most ways. Yeah, you got to love yourself. You got to be above average in all average ways. Average in most ways is like, it's like um, it's like Barney from The Simpsons. Like average in most ways. <laughs> yeah. Like you're kind of admitting you're basic. Don't yeah, be basic. It's not good. Don't do that. I mean, everybody's you know, everybody's. I mean, I'm one to talk. I'm average in most ways. You should get a, like a cable scar across your eye and like have a fucked up eye. That's I mean that's the key. I'm I am a person who is definitely average in most ways: <clears throat> intelligence, looks, everything, talent. But I, don't know I carry that. myself like I'm the fucking man. I carry myself like I'm gonna jump into the fucking MacGyver mobile at any point. <laughs> like you're in the fray, man. You're good to go. I carry myself like I'm in the band, the fray. <laughs> you're in the band, the fray. Yeah, yes. Carry yourself like you're in the band, the fray. Yeah, I carry myself like like who what now, right? Who what now? Try me. Um, how can anyone look at the negative reaction to gay marriage legislation and not despair for the future of the world? So many bigots and morons crawling out of the wood to give their bullshit redneck opinions. Some people really need to not breed. This guy's real angry. <clears throat> Jeez, well, you've, you've really <clears throat> summed up uh, everybody's Facebook feed for the past 72 hours. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Like, yeah, I, I mean... Can we discuss the uh, that marriage was devised as a it was was originally a way to like a way to keep divide women. farm property. <laughs> like. Marriage they came they came up with marriage uh, 
as a way to keep women in chains. <laughs> I mean, you can look up how, how the myriad of ways that ma- traditional marriage is fucked up. And, um, I mean, it's, they could have picked, like, you know, they could have picked a, uh, a better thing to try and make legal. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's fine, but, um, <clears throat> marriage, it's like, you know, if, if, if like, over 50% of marriages end in divorce, right? So, like, um, why would you do it? Just because you can do it? Just because you can. That's that's the whole thing. Okay. I mean, my my feeling on this is that yeah, like a lot of shitheads do shithead things. Yeah. But it also like just got legalized, so I don't know. Whatever, chill out. It's fine. Like I, I can virtually guarantee you, you will never reach a point in your life where we're like, oh, okay, we got them all. That's it. We you know, <laughs> like n- no more fucking dumb assholes. Like yeah. for the rest of your life until what, what's the saying? Every hour wounds, the last hour kills, or something like yeah. that. Including the last hour of your life, you will still be like, fuck, man, there's a lot of dumb motherfuckers here. Yeah. Like, what the shit? And then you're dead, and then you die. That's it. So, like, it's all right. Relax. It's no, all good. There's six people left on Earth. Three are men, three are women. Two of those people are going to be those dumb Dumb as shit. <clears throat> and you can count no matter what. No matter what situation, you can count on... People acting against their best interests. Constantly, always. It's not even worth having a conversation over, really. It's it's all good. Don't worry. Just be, Chill out. Just be cool. Just be cool. I got one. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> How do I get past the second slash third date and into relationship territory? Feels like I'm in a rut, man. You should stop being a negative asshole when you're on dates. Yeah. For one. <laughs> um... Second or third date, you've probably done, you know, you've done some light stuff. Maybe you've, uh, maybe you went down on each other, you know, maybe, uh, or maybe you just made out. It's fine. Into relationship territory, though, like, there's no script for that. Like, I feel like this depends date, on who's asking at the same well, time. Well, you either, like, you want to just be around each other no matter what hmm. at this point. Like, it's not a question anymore. Or you have to knock your socks off at this, you know, it's like, this is a critical junction. You either, like... You just both automatically want to be around each other, and you don't even have to think about it. Can't force it. Or you gotta like pull out your showstopper right here, and that's it. Or pull out. Or pull, or pull out. out. I mean, definitely pull out. <laughs> Always pull out. No. Unless you are trying to trap. I was trap. just gonna say, there's an easy way to get that relationship. Yeah, there happening. you go. Full steam. Just leave it in. Get get a pin. Poke that shit. Poke the dick. Oh, the condom. Poke the dick. Oh my god. No, don't poke the dick. That, that probably won't go along with your plan very well. Poke no. that condom. You're no. On some tribal don't flag. condone that. But <clears throat> no. um, yeah, you're you're at that juncture where it's like either naturally going to happen or you have to kind of like you, maybe you haven't given her your your a material. You know, no, like it's, you're going to wake up one morning and realize and you're both going to realize that you want to spend all the time together. That's neat, but that shit might not happen for two months. You may break off and then come back together. A ton of different stuff might happen. You can't premeditate a relationship either. You either are down for each other and you're crazy about each other. Usually by the second date, hello. Yeah, you know. Or like, you, you don't just, even. You're not counting dates at that point. Yeah, you know, sad, like when you want to be together, you're not counting your dates. Yeah, sad news, Charlie. You're just around right? each other. Sad news, Charlie. Sad news, Charlie. If you're already by the third date and you feel like you're in a rut, it's probably not meant to be. You should, yeah. you should hit it. Y'all should have good it. sex. And maybe not quit it, but like. Hit it and fade, you know, like like a, like a good Jordan jumper, you know what I mean? Hit it and then you fade, you know, because she's going to ghost you at some point because you're going to become a sex pest. 
Because you're going to have that good sex a couple times, and then you're going to be bugging her for it all the time, which is, which is the worst look. Because not only do you want the sex again, but you want some sort of semblance of stability. Like, if she texts me back, then that means she still likes me. And if she also answers my Facebook message at the same time, I'm texting her, then she would really <laughs> want me. And then, like, I'm going to like every picture she puts up on Instagram. I'm going to like that shit. And then she knows that I'm down for her 24-7. And then if you look, like... <clears throat> You know, like, if you had a can of spray paint, and every time you did that, instead of liking somebody, you you fucking put a red red dot on your fucking car, or your wall, or on their face, or whatever. The thing will be covered in red dots, and it will look awful. That's what, that's how you look. Stop. Interesting. Stop. Yeah, just stop it. Like, every time you think, every time you think about liking somebody's shit, just think about the red dot on, on, your, on your wall, or anywhere. Like, it just, you look ugly. You, you're, you're going way too hard, man. And I know because I do that all the time. <laughs> I'm covered in chirping. red dots. It's just it's called chirping. You're chirping way too hard, man. And because uh, I know you're doing it right now, I know you're trying to get that approval. Oh, I must be dating because she like really likes my pictures and she talks all the time and it's great. And no, it's not great, man. You if you don't have it by now, you're probably not going to get it. That's the sad truth. People don't wake up one morning and say, "Ah, oh, I should probably date Darren." <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, either like, you guys want to be around each other or you don't. Yeah. Oh, man. You know that this weekend out at the bar, she's going to be clocking somebody else. If she goes out looking too good, you know, she doesn't give a shit about you, man. I think you should follow her Charlie. in a rented car and see where she goes. You should. You should. You should get the GoPro on and follow her. <laughs> get the GoPro light on. I saw a band then the other that's night. what happened. I saw a band the other night at this 51 Third and Art Collective in Troy. And the singer of the band was playing keyboard and wearing a GoPro. I wanted to get a sniper oh. rifle. I wanted to rub my hands together like this and get a sniper rifle. <laughs> blast him. That's a pretty bleak right, scene. Right, I just wanted to blast the GoPro off his head. It'd be like a Charles Rogers thing at the, uh, the uh, Austin... What is it, the Texas A&M uh, Tower, where he went up in the tower and shot everybody? Was that Charles Rogers? Carlos Rogers, the Carlos failed Rogers. wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. It was Carlos, oh my God, it was Carlos Rogers. Guess what Andrew got at the dollar store? Oh, I already texted him a picture of uh, my copy of Terry Bradshaw reading his autobiography on audio cassette. Oh, we talked about Terry Bradshaw with Justin Kiss today, and we said, Terry Bradshaw had a great quote. He's like, they booed me when I went on the field in 1976, and they booed me when they kicked me off the field in 1985. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, was the, he was talking about it in the, uh, in the book. He, he was like, uh, I've had a lot of hurt. They yeah. kept him around for way too long. He was like a museum piece. He, he stuck around until he was like 40. Whatever. He, uh, he had the immaculate reception. So that, that applies to this guy's question. Don't stick around <clears throat> like Terry Bradshaw. Don't be Terry Bradshaw. Don't be Terry Bradshaw. No, don't. Come on. Um, all right, I got. I have a good one because this brings us back down memory lane. Mm. Andrew, sorry if this is too personal, but a few times on the self-defense tumbler, you'd mentioned that you had some kind of psychological issues that sounded fury. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly happened, and why do you think? Uh, do you want to tell your perspective my on perspective my meltdown? Well, this was a. This was bad. This was a hard summer, two thousand six. Summer two thousand six, hard. It was like our first real tour where. Traveling the country in John Van Urgent, which was, and, and at the beginning of the tour, Andrew was like, just really loving it. We're in Montana, like, oh, this is great. This is so good. You know, this is also the tour where we like ran out of money in California, and then by the grace of God, we got like three hundred bucks from like 
a coffee shop show. It was like really yeah, weird. That was nice. Wild, right? Uh, I don't. <clears throat> All I know is that we go to get food and we come back, and Andrew's like sitting in the van with the windows closed. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, just staring into space with his brown jacket on. <laughs> and I was like, you're all right, man? And you're, you're like, you look at me, you're like, I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah, I was not okay. And <laughs> not good. And we was, it was, uh, it, it didn't seem okay. And this was this before or after we, this was after we played it. No, this is before. Before we This played. is before we played, like the minute we got there. Yeah. I remember, uh, I, I won't jump on your story. But um, uh, that was odd, and uh, I knew Andrew was going through some shit. But I never pressed because I'm a good friend, and I don't like when people dwell on their but sorrow. I don't think we we didn't play until the following day. We had a 24 hour period where we were just there. Oh, that's right. Because and that had, was the hard part. That was the rough part. That's right. And to cap it all off, we had to follow Bob Shed back to his house, and we're staying with the fucking that dude. Who sings for Champion? Is that right? I don't and even remember he this. Kept telling these stories and keeping us all up at night. And I wanted to, I wanted to get a like a dodgeball and hit him. <laughs> I don't remember Fucking that. At three at all. in the morning. I, I like I asked out there. I found like a cot and was like, "Fuck all of you." I, and and the stories that he told so well that you know he's told them hundreds of times. Oh. Typical old hardcore dude. I'm you glad I missed that shit. Down. It's a script. The script, like, oh, I remember this one time. Yeah. When you start out a start out a story with, I remember this one time at like a boys and girls club, where this happened and also this. It's probably the worst story ever. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about like, and something that happened 20 years ago, and you relay it in like lucid, it's like me saying like, it's me describing like a particularly good lunch that I had in high school. <laughs> It's amazing. The grilled cheese was oh perfectly cooked. Oh my god! Can you believe? I know. Oh my god! And then this guy showed up, and oh my god! You know how he was, and blah 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 blah. And you, wow! And I'm talking to you like you give a shit, and you remember, and I'm just convinced that you care, and it's so good. And then you just have you're like you're like dictating to like blank faces. You're like the worst TED talker, ever. A hardcore TED talk. Uh, fuck. That would be good. I would love to do a TED talk where you tell. Eight like, typical old hardcore stories in a, <laughs> in a hard, old hardcore voice. That'd be like, really oh, good. Oh, yo, I remember when like, I went to Wetlands, dude, and back then they let me in for free, dude, because <laughs> I was playing in like six, seven bands with the, you know, when I wore these gloves, the fingerless gloves, dude. Like that kind of shit. That'd be good. But if you told a TED talk and you're like trying to be legitimate, like fake legitimate, though, it would be like the best troll ever, like in the Andy Kaufman of hardcore. That's what I should That's be. What there you go. Be. Done. I figured it out. <laughs> Andrew Kaufman Hardcore. Terrorist Wire. Anyways, uh, back to your story. Andrew, could you give us the... Yeah, um, yeah. What have you felt? Okay, here I am knocking on the window saying, you're all right? Well, it actually started before that. I, uh... <laughs> we got there, and, uh... We pulled in, and getting to a festival is fucking pain in the ass. You gotta find parking, and you gotta find a specific person love, to, like, park and you and all that shit. there's always some dude taking his job way too seriously. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. asking you, well, what band are you in? Okay, well, uh... And then they look at a list, and it's like... Yeah. It's just a fucking... Like, that part of it is a major hassle. The rest of it's fun, because you just eat catered food and, like, hang out backstage. But, uh... That was... I had spent from age probably 15 to, what was I then, 20, like, 6? Mm. Yep. 
doing like everything in my life for the core. I was like fucking rocking and rolling for hardcore. I was just like <laughs> I, was, I was just like I lived it. I fucking breathed it, etc. Um, and we got to uh, we got to Sound of Fury. I got in, cool. and it was you know it was a little fucking hot and a little whatever. Um, are these? Did you assign these beers specifically, or they're for whoever? Uh, oh damn yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh uh, shit! Uh, Which uh, ones are gonna be? Give me the Heine, dude. Oh fuck! All right. Yes. Um, Heine. This is the sound of us having having a round, guys. Having a round. Gabby just got us a round of beers. Andrew's got a Corona because that's it. That's oh, where I have a tasty corner whenever you're ready. Perfect. Andrew's, um, Andrew's in the middle of telling a story right now. Deeply personal. Deeply personal Sorry. story. I was about to break break tears. I was about to break tears. Where was I now? I'm all I fucked up and I fucking to... forgot. I mean, if you ever seen a grown man cry, I see it every day, man. All right, well then, I'll just take this back then. Oh, and... come on, Gabri. We love you very much. Um, Andrew, more than me. I'd hope so. I speak for Andrew. Um, yeah. <laughs> Andrew There's talking. love. I, I feel tell, it. Yeah, tell your story. All right. Um, tell your story. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, really, it doesn't sound that fucking bad, because really all that happened was I got into the show, and I watched half of a band, and I had, like, you ever have, like, a, a mental click where you suddenly, like, you have, like, a paradigm shift? Like every day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a sudden paradigm not shift in the middle of the dance floor at Sound and Fury where I realized that not only did I hate this band, but I hated hardcore. I hated the concept of hardcore. I hated everyone around me. I had wasted my life. I had like I had just spent ten or fifteen years of my life doing something that had no return value, <laughs> and that I probably, when I was fifteen, should have just like jumped in front of a train and I would have ended up in the exact same spot. Yeah. And that all hit me in the span of literally a quarter of a second. Like I was a perfectly normal person, and then that happened, and then I was no longer a normal person. Um, and I went and I had a beer with somebody from Albany who I knew like one percent, just be just to like not be there uh, at an Applebee's, and uh, and then I retired to the hundred and ten degree van where I sat there in my jacket, and <laughs> there was there was like a there was like a Woody Guthrie like autobiography in the van that I tried to read for half an hour. <laughs> didn't fucking Your friend, that was an Eagles uh, biography. No, no, no. It, it was like Woody Guthrie. Was, I remember the Eagles book. This was something that was like floating around there from who even knows. Probably from before we bought the van. Yeah. And I didn't speak to anybody for about eight hours. Like we went to the beach. We were at the festival. I don't think I spoke for about eight hours. I went into like this. Yeah. This state of like catatonic despair. It was really fucking wild. Um, and yeah, and that that was that was when I realized that hardcore was an absolute waste of my time, as it is a waste of your time as well. But yeah. you'll so learn that the, in time. It's all the fucking hefty core bros out there who fucking just pulled on the camouflage shorts, put on the the fucking terror tank top or whatever you listen to now. Um, Buy a mirror or a Target for your house and put it up somewhere where you can see yourself. Yeah, I mean, you will go through that. It's you'll have that. I mean, uh, this is like I know some people in Albany who are like punk for life. You know, like they're oh, yeah. like they're like I'm. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But that's not something. I mean, like liking a genre of music isn't something you should do. 
It's, it's something not you, something. Well, you it's something you like. Do. It's just something you like. It's, yeah, it's not. It's they're not, not the same def- thing. Define you necessarily. Like it's, I think it's not a life-defining thing. Like when you're a kid and you're young and impressionable and everything that everybody says you believe, cool. I mean, it gives you some guidance, whatever. But then you slowly disseminate the bullshit and you figure it out. You figure it out. Ideally, and that's the thing. I go back and I look, and I'm like, oh, well, that was a really, that was a great thing that happened to me that day. Mm. Uh, I got to go through a struggle, and I got to go through a dark period, and I got to work my way out of it and be a better person for it. Um, and if I was a fucking sad coward, I wouldn't have had that moment. I would have just been continued being a fucking stupid idiot and for, that's uh, for a long time. What a lot time. of people are afraid of reality. That's exactly well, it. Like you can't be a f- okay. So when you get into that kind of stuff, you're not afraid to like like that kind of thing. That's maybe not accepted by everybody but you can't be afraid to like not like it either or yeah. or not do you can't not do something because something like that is holding you back either you know you just have to take things for what they are be a man That's, hulk it's like eventually you're gonna get to the point in your life where all you want to do is have a woman ride you on top and you don't want to put in any effort making her do some work yeah making her <laughs> Let her do some work, and sometimes you let her do some work, and you know, at some point, you're not going to want to get back there, or you don't want to want to put, you know, you don't want to, you know, gotta, or you're not, you're not even going to want to get it going. Gotta, gotta, gotta. No, you're, not, you're just going to let her put in the work. Yeah. So yeah, that was my uh, that was my intense sound fury story. Uh, thoughts on the new self defense family record? I haven't listened to it. I listened to on purpose. I listened no, to I'm all kidding. of it. I, I kept asking for copies and they didn't give me one, and I actually had to listen to it when it came out. What the shit? Uh, really? Yeah, I mean, they, you, it's trying to ask eleven <laughs> people s- to fucking do something. Are you slowly is, getting edged out of the family. Everyone assumes that they somebody else fucking did it, and I wasn't asking too hard. Uh, I think the first two songs are, you know what? Whatever. This is my form. I think they're straight ass. Uh, the rest of them, <laughs> actually, super good. So uh, songs three through whatever nine or ten are. Uh, Really good. Yeah, I have to listen to it. And let's also be clear. I think the first two songs are ass. They're still notably better than anything your second favorite band has done. So you know, take that and uh, take that into consideration. I didn't even know it came out until Al Huck. Uh, I think it came out today. That thing, yeah. Um, Hans, I got a new MIDI keyboard. Want to write some minimal wave tunes together? Um, as long as you have like plugins for that MIDI keyboard, sure. Or we're just gonna sound like. Um, like the GRP All-Stars with Dave Grusin, the guy who wrote uh, the St. Elsewhere theme, which could be cool. That's kind of sick. I can't play guitar like Lee Rittenauer, though. But if you can find a drummer who plays like Carlos Vega, totally down. Yes, of course. I'll, I'll play with uh, whoever. We're going to keep this going. <clears throat> Hanzo's two Bear Mattress songs, more, uh, those two Bear Mattress songs, more sincere than anything in self-defense family has put out in years. <laughs> Weird vibe saying me. that, but can't get enough of your songs, dude. Keep it up because we need you. Um, obvious bait I'm not going to take. <laughs> Thank you if you mean it. Uh, I don't think that's true. Um, by... The sheer fact that I it's I'm sitting at my desk half drunk making weird ballad songs, uh, I'm just kind of try, trying to spread my wings as a writing weird different songs, doing my own thing as Andrew said. Um, uh, thank you and not true. That's what I'll say. Who's the chick on the bear mattress bandcamp photo? <laughs> She's someone you've spoken about, or just a girl with a sad but really pretty face? Look, 
Oh, that uh, that's a picture from a hooker ad. Uh, <laughs> No wonder they like yeah. it. <laughs> yes. I, I thought Ooh, the little girl. That pretty? I'm interested. I thought the little girl looked so sad that it was such a great, unintentionally great picture. It's actually a picture I found from Photographs of Craigslist. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know how to use it. All right. I think renting versus owning is pretty subjective. For every person in every location at every income level, there's a different answer. I know people who were a step above property who killed themselves and lived on Ramana to buy a house because they wanted that pride of ownership. I know a dentist who makes way more bucks than I ever will and chooses to rent because house responsibilities are in his bag. There's plenty of arguments either way, and the, the grave is imminent regardless. Do whatever. Just, I agree and I disagree. I think he just answered his own question. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. I disagree because renting versus owning is, is subjective, but return on investment is based in reality. That's just it. It's just like return on investment is based on dollars and cents and ones and zeros, and that's it. And it's easily calculable if you choose to look in the mirror and do the math properly. Um, but I had this conversation a few days ago. If you're a dude who just wants to play Xbox and has no interest in seeing the world or doing, you know, doing things that you might fail at, yeah, buy a house. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Like, who did, like, you... You will. You would never have made an investment that would have changed your life anyway. So just do it, and who cares? And it's fine. So in that way, I do agree. In the real dollars and cents way, I 100% do not agree because it's a math problem, and math is either right or wrong. It's not like fucking one plus one is not subjective. It's two. That's we all agree. It's two. You know something I never thought about owning a house is like, if you fuck up or lose your job or something like. You have something like to take away from you. Yeah, you yeah. have something to take like, away from you. You have some shit, some ties. It's like when you have really shitty insurance and you crash your car, you still have to pay that off, even though you don't have the car anymore. It's like it's um, it's such a, a wild. My my whole thing, like I this is I answered a, the this person's answering a question, uh, something that I wrote um, a few days ago on the on the on the drive tumbler. Um, it's uh. I just don't want a piss-ass neighbor making sure I'm on my lawn all the time. Like, that sucks. I, like, I don't, I don't want to be feel like... Just like I don't know who my neighbors are, I don't want to know who my, like, house neighbors are. Absolutely. I'm just like, I mean, I have my friends, and like, who am I, I going to make new friends? Well, that's like not. your coworker thing, too, right? Like, I feel that way about my coworkers sometimes. <laughs> told, it's like, like... It's like, you know... You know, in the past couple weeks, I've been told... By a few different people that I'm like very selfish and closed off. <laughs> That's pretty sick. And like, uh, it, it, it like bums me out, but also makes me think like, probably reason for that. You know, like, I don't know. I, I just I'm a closed off dude. I was raised an only child, with my own best friend for years. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm cool. I'm cool with some people, uh, and some people I'm not. It's, it's okay. Whatever. Fine, but I, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea to have a house. Justin Kiss has a house, and he put a bunch of money down, so he pays like four hundred a month. Cool. There's another thing with that too. Like, all right, so let's say that you you've effectively the money you you think you're like, all right, I'm getting this back when you put down a deposit. Unless you make a gigantic life choice and decide I'm going to go from owning back to renting, 
you will never see that money again. Like, that money is gone. And that's something that's like, that's one of those fucking logical traps that people fall into. I'll get this back. I'll get this back. You will never see that money again. It is gone. It's it's like eating. It's like like eating and expecting to shit out the sandwich. (laughs) It's like, it's gone. Honestly, it's gone. It's piss. It's shit. Like... It's like getting gas and then walking, like walking back in and be well, like, I think I that's need a good return. point. Like, it's you like... just have to. I think you should own a home when you're comfortable enough to, like, spend that amount of money on it and be all right. Be all right forever. It's just like having you know, a kid. it's like then you have a thing. You're not probably not too I worried I, I about it. We, like, I'm not against owning a home at all. I, I think, think parenthood yeah, like, should you require. Can make it work. I think parenthood should require a credit check. <laughs> Good luck. I, that and the fucking having. I Where think many things in life in and like the ultrasound. <laughs> I don't know, but like, uh, if you can, if you can swing it and afford it, cool. If not, then you're fucking up because you're gonna raise a fucking misfit. Straight up. <laughs> you're gonna raise a, a fucking dude who's pissed at the world, fucking born born out of resentment. You know, fucking met his father know. once. I think Andrew and I probably are. Well, I mean. Whatever. Oh my god. What is happening right no, now? I'm just saying, oh like, god. maybe your parents weren't ready to have a kid. Definitely not. Like, so you can't, I mean, you never know. Oh my god. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not trying to, like. Gabri, yeah, do you have something that's happening? Yeah, like, what's up? Do you have something? Are we going to have. Oh! Oh my oh, god, Jesus you guys are having a kid! <laughs> it's a boy. Yeah. This, is, this is how I would act. Are we going to have a bit? Are we going to have a bit? We're going to have a bit. No, I was saying, like, your parents weren't ready to have you. No, and definitely not. You're, my mother, like, you're all out, really like, when we came back from, uh, we, we were at your uh, your friend's house, we came back and hung out with my mother and talked on the couch for an hour. My mother, like, flat out said, <laughs> like, she she all but said I was an accident in, Aww. like. I mean, I'm not trying to bring up anything you don't I can't, it is about. what it is. I don't care. It's, it's I think good. the best OND con costume would be cosplay would be Andrew Jr. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Better than Black Dallas. Better than well, Ga- better he, than Gabriel repeatedly kidding. appearing in a long, in a negligee. You could also go as my father holding a positive birth control test <laughs> and like fucking tearing his hair out. That'd be a good one. <laughs> tearing pieces of a wig out. You know what? Great. If you ever want to see do you ever see the movie Riding in Cars with Boys? Yes. Okay. No, no, you missed this one? Okay. No, no. I had to run it when I was a projectionist. I saw a lot of it. Um, oh, there's that, a part... That guy is kind of like your dad, yeah. There's a part in the movie where they live in, like, a weird cul-de-sac and, like, the guy's just, like, working on cars and, like, walking around, like, white v-neck shirts and, like, everything's all fucked up. That fucking scene mirrors my childhood in a really visceral way. I really... I urge yeah, everyone to go and watch that and be like, oh, fuck, this guy's life is fucking rough from ages, like... One through seven or so. Holy shit! Like fuck it. That, that was when like Frank would like let himself in the house to fucking watch TV and shit. It's yeah. It's 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 no joke. <clears throat> I get my mother on this podcast to tell this story, but I feel like she'd be really upset that I was talking about this. So we'll we'll just we'll just let this. Yeah, parents are we can edit different. this out. Yeah, Parent. we can keep it. It's all good. Fan will from Canada. Uh, lo- probably the most loyal fan. The person who went back in time and interpreted Chandu's phone number. Yeah, we're, we're going to call him Will of the Bad Decisions. <clears throat> Will of the Bad Decisions asks us both a question. What was the last awful person thing you guys have done? I'm talking about Andrew encouraging his roommate to kill himself level. That was good. Bad behavior. Your, my roommate, also your roommate. 
Yeah. Um, still as depressed as ever. Less awful person thing. Probably uh, seeing a hooker. Recently. Just kidding. How recently? Like two. Like before you got. That's why you got here at nine instead of eight. Yes. Like right. a, like a week ago. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> where am I? No, I. Uh, Awful person thing I've done. When's the last time you saw a hooker? Europe, on tour. It was a long time ago. No, I saw a hooker in Albany once at the uh, Everett Road Ramada. Nice. There's a Ramada on Everett Road. There is. The fuck? It's off Everett Road. It's across, right. it's across from the new co-op. But where the, like, ever, is that like where the skate park was? Yeah, kind of on the way there, across from the CDTA, yeah. This was a long time ago. This was like 2010. This was like post coming back from Seattle, haze of... <laughs> this was fucking the march of bad decisions. The march of dimes of bad decisions. Really bad. And I was like, not even being treated for anything yet. And uh, I just dialed up a sweet, supple, stretched out, used up prostitute. And I did it. And it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> on what? Craigslist or? <clears throat> um, on something called ECCIE.com. You really have the fucking the connection. Like, you had the connection for that. You had the connection for that US, message board. USASex.info. <laughs> <laughs> Which people looked up and were horrified. <laughs> That's a true thing. Yeah, USASex.info. Um, oh, you have a new porn site, right? I do have a new porn site. You have a new porn site and you have a tasty corner. And I have to think of the last bad thing I did. So why don't you guys jump into that and I'll, I'll think on this. Uh, new porn site, free ones. Dot com. Free ones dot com. Uh, if you are really into um, if you're really into porn on a level that is um, that transcends mystery, you will go to myfreeones.com. I think that's what it's called anyway. <laughs> and you will see you just type in a either a type of porn or a porn site that you like but you you don't want to buy any of the content they so what, what's your search they provide the content for you because there's a site called glassmannequin.com that I like a lot and it used to be called realcoloradogirls.com oh jeez I have a lot of time on my hand it used to be called realcoloradogirls.com both as a pay site I don't want to pay for it so I go to myfreeones.com, and they have 12-minute clips, exclusive user content. But you <laughs> circumvent, you circumvent the pay site, and you can watch the content. And the girls are supple, and the orgasms are real. And I am satisfied. I come home from work, and I get comfy, and I'm like Marge Simpson. Boom. All right. Brought to you by realcoloradogirls.com <laughs> and glassmannequin.com. And Squarespace. And Squarespace. And Squarespace. Does this qualify? Are you guys going to get $7? I don't know. We'll see. What's your tasty corner? Oh, okay. 
Hang on. This is where she goes and gets a revolver and shoots us. Shoots me in the head and the bullet passes. Would not be the first gun she shot today. We actually we went and shot assault rifles earlier. Let's do uh, let's do a thing while she sets this up. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quiz. I want you to, when I read this off of a list, tell me if I have done this today on vacation as Ooh, I've been I on vacation for days. I love it. We should have more games, definitely. All right, drink drink a gas station coffee. Definitely. I did not drink a gas station coffee on vacation today. What? Nod knowingly to a man in a pickup truck. No. I did nod knowingly to a man in a pickup Damn. truck. I already answered this, but shoot an assault rifle. Did. I did shoot an assault rifle today. Read a nonfiction book. No. I did not read a nonfiction book. I am reading a book by Neil Gaiman right now. How upstate is that? <laughs> okay. Eat a single vegetable. No. I did not eat a single vegetable on this, on <laughs> right. this day, 24 hours. I'm not period. going to. We're back, on, we're back on it. Pull into a parking spot and scratch the shit out of somebody else's paint. Definitely. I did not do that today. I did it yesterday. Oh. Trick question. Eat ice cream for breakfast. Yes. I did eat ice cream for breakfast That's today. Vacation. That's a vacation staple. Swim despite it being 68 degrees outside. You did that. I fucking did that today. And buy beer and... And lotto tickets at Stewart's. Yes. I did do that today. Well, know, technically, we did that today. Oh, yeah, I know, because you got the Coors Light, the Corona, the Sam Adams Summer Ale, all of which are available at Stewart's. Yeah. Why didn't you get a coffee, too? It's uh, a good question. I don't know. You, you actually, you know why? Because Stewart's has a big sign that says iced coffee available, but the iced coffee has whipped cream on top, which is fucking disgusting. That's not iced coffee. That's like... A Starbucks like Frappuccino. That's not how you make iced coffee, upstate New York. It's not cool. Um, but I did nod, nod knowingly to a man in a pickup truck who was staring at us at the gun range. Wow, what do you think was going through his mind? I don't know. <clears throat> was he like, I think I saw them on myfreeones.com. It's very possible. Mm. And he did. All right, so okay, we got we have, we got a tasty corner happening here. Oh, this is a good All one. All right. What the hell? Okay. I'm getting mine now. Oh, well, we can't eat until we. Oh, she tells no, us. I just want to have it. I want to All right, ready. you can have it ready, locked oh. and loaded. Right. Tell All us right. what this is, and then tell them how much I spent on these. Well, okay. this is summer vacation, summertime, and and summertime it, it comes with a uh, limited edition summer flavors. Okay, mm. from some of your favorite snacks, including. <laughs> <laughs> Limited edition summer flavors. The knockout. I got some of those limited edition summer flavors last night at the, at the party. Heyo. The Triscuit <clears throat> knockout collaboration with Mrs. Martha Stewart over here. It's good to see her getting work again. She's looking like. She's keeping busy. She's looking good. No, yeah, she's looking like very photoshopped on this. She's got some beauty lighting on her on this box, but. Mm, uh, some shiny face. Yeah, she's glowy. Because she's been eating toasted coconut and sea salt flavored Triscuits. I'm into it. Okay. All right. It's a strong, like a strong, like, Tarani. If I was a barista, I'd, get like a, I'd, I'd be, like, pouring Tarani syrup all the time. Uh-huh. I'd be, you know what I mean? I'd like be get, the, the toasted marshmallow yeah. flavor syrup. Oh, yes. Okay. All right, yeah. But what's your take, Hans? It's a little umami. Mm-hmm. A little jojoba. A little jojoba. Jojoba. A little jojoba. Um, what would I put on this, though? 
She has some good suggestions for you right here. On the front of the box is avocado and red pepper flakes, which I'd recommend. Okay, but on the back is toasted marshmallow, milk chocolate, and almonds. Also a good combo. This is, you know what would be, actually, this is the type of thing I would eat the entire box while laying down. Well, it's funny you say that. Uh-oh. Because Andrew spent about $20 on four bo- boxes of these. We got a box of these. Holy moly. And we opened them up, and we're like, wow, these are really fucking good. And the next day I had off, and I went back to the weird little market where these were. And I, like, I just <laughs> reached just into the shelf, them. and I grabbed them. Like, I was a fucking, like, robot. I just grabbed them all. That's great. <laughs> retracted them from the shelf and walked up like nothing was wrong to the register. I was like, oh, I would like to purchase these. Wow. And, uh, yeah. We, I think we just maybe finished them off at our place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, mm-hmm. we, we, were, we were with Triscuits for a long-ass minute in our spot. And you got these also. So, can I have another? Please do. Listeners, I urge you. Triscuits toasted coconut and sea salt natural flavor. 120 calories per six crackers. For those of you on the slim line, this is a. Wow. What? Alright, somebody came up with literally the best overnight drive con costume. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which was how you described. How you described Ray the Bouncer knocking out Jason Jetty. It was <laughs> Booker T powerbombing Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> Actual best costume. Like, you just nailed yeah. it. Holy shit. Hey, I'm going to a taping of Conan O'Brien on Monday, and one of the guests is none other than Beast Mode himself. And then you want me to shout from the audience during his interview. Well, I saw the interview oh, earlier today, so that missed that shit. Sadly. Um, he, uh, Marshall Lynch is a treasure. He's so funny. I like how, unlike, this dude has no fucking idea what's going on. He's like, wait, you're setting me up for something. Yeah, no shit, you're on fucking late night TV. Oh, you got something going on. (laughs) So good. He had no idea. Can I wear blackface to overnight drive contest 2015 trying to gauge whether Ray the Bouncer is a problematic costume? It's a fine line to walk. I'm gonna go with no. Alright. But also don't let us stop you. Because it would be, uh, uh, it would be a little wild. Please tell me you guys heard the clip of Mike Francesa explaining emojis. That sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> no, but I'll look it up. All right. Now we're just eating Triscuits. This is like the best part of the podcast. I know we have to fucking we've got to fucking stop this podcast because people are just eating now. I'm gonna have one more question. We're gonna kill this. No, we have an announcement to make. Oh shit! Don't forget about that. All right. Hans, in the two-plus years of podcasting that is The Drive, you've only mentioned your prom once and only for a second. Is there not a wild-ass story to tell involving Glens Falls people with names from Central Casting? Or was this shit anticlimactic and ended with you borrowing your dad's Rubik's Cube? <laughs> oh, my God, I have a present for Hans. Holy oh, my shit. God. Oh, wow, yeah, it's My true. dad's Rubik's Cube? Yes, oh my God. I know. Oh, my God, okay. Um, uh, well... I had two very... I went to two proms because I'm the man, first of all. Second of all, they were uneventful. Um, I... Yeah, like so uneventful. Sorry. I don't even have any... I can't think of a good story. Wow. All right. <laughs> I, I, I mean... I, my my high school reunion is in like three weeks. Oh, you gotta go to that shit. 20th oh, anniversary. Fuck. Well, the thing is, the Facebook group is like, you only have a day left to RSVP. 
I didn't graduate from high school technically, so I uh, I cannot go to mine. Day one. Although, like, I, actually, I guess it doesn't make a difference anymore because now, like, I have people from my high school who get at me on Facebook who we literally never shared an experience together that cannot wait to walk down memory lane. They're so fucking excited. Dude, hey man, what's going on? Can I? Where can I hear some of your new music? <laughs> What? No, Who the fuck are you? What? No, that's when you know that you were the coolest motherfucker in high school. Apparently. Your ass. This is, that's actually something good to know for fucking people in high school right now who are having trouble. People who are really doing well now are going to not do well later. And then you have to deal with them in an entirely different way where you have to like sort of scrape them off your shoe a little bit. It's very fucking weird. Um... Having said that, like, I have no ill will towards these people. It's not like they're bad people, but it's just like, we didn't go to the same high school. I mean, I know, like, we <laughs> did in a very physical sense. We were in the same building, but, like, yeah, like, we didn't share experiences. Guy or gal or teacher or whatever, like, no. Mm. I'm sorry. I can't, like, I, ca- I cannot allow you to live vicariously through me having interests. I just can't. I'm sorry. I wish I could, that but happens, I can't. That happens to me every day. Oh, here's your present. Uh, oh. Wow, she just envelope. made a fucking card. That's amazing. Wow. It was an envelope. Right. Open it very carefully. I hope this is like 30 bucks. More carefully. Oh my god, it's a dirty puzzle. Hell yes. That's so cool. Holy shit. It's, oh my god, oh shit, I'm freaking falling. And there's one that, there's a puzzle piece shaped like a heart. This is, is that so, right? Oh, it is? Uh, wow, it's looking amazing. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Where'd you get the dirty puzzle from? Oh, we got a source. Oh my god, this is great. I'm going to put this in a little 5x7 frame. <laughs> Absolutely. He's screaming your name. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, I got one more question for you. Now, this is extended a little bit because I read this and I feel for this dude. Okay. Hans. Uh-oh. I'm a teacher at a school in my 20s, and I'm getting strong vibes from a student, literally the most attractive human being I've ever seen, oh fuck, who seems allured by a hairy punk dude in a shirt and tie. Normally, given this vibe, I would have done something about it, but instead I am just kicking the shit out of myself over it. What would you do, and how how do I be tactful about making a possible approach but not getting in huge shit? You You shred, by the way. Thanks. Thank you. Um, however, yeah, this is like, this is you know, some CNN shit you're on right now. Yeah, this, <laughs> do, do you not go. hear the fucking episode where my ex-roommate is a sex offender? Yeah. Did you miss that one? You'll be, wait, it's, what's her age again, did he say? Yes, he says, I'm um, in my 20s. So he could be in his, like, he could be 29. But, what's, And teaching what, in high school, or, yeah. not, or in college, rather. Yeah, if you're teaching in college, let the barrel blow. Worst, worst thing, worst case scenario you get fired from the job you're gonna fucking if you don't say that they're 18 or something yeah i uh, we we need some clarification on this clarification if it's a girl uh see that's the thing though you can still get fired from your job but yeah no that i mean do you really want to be like a tenured teacher not making enough or do you just what do you just want to be like the thing about him saying not getting in huge shit leads me to believe this is not a like i'm not gonna get tenure situation in which case like you need to calm the fuck down. Calm like, down. Man. Calm down. It's gonna. It's definitely not gonna be worth it. She's definitely gonna tell people, and you're gonna be in some CNN shit. Yeah, especially yeah, if you're like, in high. Especially if you teach high school. I taught. Look, I I taught at a reform school. 
at Bosey's who's some bad girls <laughs> who, who, who look who look girl named oh, I can't even Hunter um <laughs> Almost really, almost just like let a fifteen-year-old girl's name fucking fly right there. That's wild. No, no, no. These girls are like, no. These girls, it's fucking reform school. They're like, they're they're like twenty. You know, and you like a fucking USA up all night, adult brain, just sitting there like, oh. I know. Well, but this one girl's twenty, and I was like, she's twenty. Can I hit it? You know, should I hit it? And like. She's giving off the vibes. She's like, oh, you know, oh, my God. Like, where do you live? I, oh, my God. I live like two streets over. I saw you I saw you riding. Can we just steal your VCR? No, she said she saw me riding my bike to Stewart's. And I was like, did that turn, that like, that like got you hot? Like me riding my bike to Stewart's? <laughs> <laughs> that got you hot. I was thinking about that iced coffee with the whipped cream on. I, ugh, the big, the, the height of loserdom in Guns Falls is when a dude rides his bike to Stewart's to get a, get a large coffee at like 11 o'clock. Maybe that's in her wheelhouse. On a Saturday. Apparently, that was br- my only. But brief... do you deal with that now? Like, you teach at a college with young. I mean, he doesn't teach at a college. Well, whatever you work. At, you work at a college. No, right? if you haven't noticed, I'm not a particularly attractive man. So, but are my, you out at parties and stuff? And aren't there like people who go like? Funny story. I was at yes. O Bar doing yes. karaoke, and I was this one girl. This was this was right when I got my job, May first. This was probably like end of June, right? Um, talking. So this girl, I was clocking this girl hardcore, right? Talking. When I drink, like, many Labatt Blues, I have, like, invincibility powers. I'm, like, sub-zero. <laughs> You're like Wade Boggs. Yeah, I'm like Wade Boggs. Oh, no, he had invisibility powers. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm more like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I become like Don Maggs, the, uh, the, the offensive lineman for the Seahawks during the strike games. <clears throat> Where I, <laughs> I, um, but I start kicking it, right? And it's working. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, always surprised when it starts working. But it's working. She's laughing, carrying on, doing, giving me cute looks, telling her friends about me, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, I work at this local college. It's okay. She's like, oh, what college? And I was like, I was like, you know, local college. <laughs> you know, I'll try not to give out where I work. And uh, I was like, what do you do? She's like, oh, I go to. And I'm like, fuck. Because that's where I work. And I had that crisis of conscience where I'm like, Probably, but should I? Probably not, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just went to the bathroom and stayed in there for a really long time. So like, that's what this dude should do. You know, you do do. Like, just don't show up for class. No, I hope I hope we didn't get to you too late. I mean, I didn't hear anything on the news, so I don't. It's not. You'll find. I mean, you're probably young twenties right now. You're just out of college, whatever. To describe a teenager. As the most beautiful creature you've ever seen on the planet, you it's fucked up. You're like a warped dude. And you know, I don't, I don't use the term "fucked up" often. I don't think it's like an applicable term for most things. People, shit's fucked up. It's fucked up. You're like a little warped man. Yeah. You're watching. Yeah, you know, a perfect example of you're watching like barely legal porn. You're like, is she 18? Question mark. You know, is she giving out an ID? I saw a casting call, um, porn once. She gave an ID, and the dude, like, scraped off the chalk, and he's like, well, it'll be our little secret. Like, that kind of shit. That's, that's, the, that's the trip you're on right now, man. Get off it. I, watch some, you know, go to myfreeones.com and type in age-appropriate porn. All right, well, let's break this down. <laughs> if you are teaching high school, 
No. You can 100% not, like, act on this in any capacity. No, don't go to jail. And, oh, yeah, it's, 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 like, whatever, like, you can get into fucking arguments as to, like, when somebody is an adult and when, when they're capable of making decisions and whatnot. <clears throat> but unless you feel like having that conversation with a wall in a jail cell, it's probably not worth having a conversation. It's, it's whatever. So that's out. And if you teach in college, then... You have how long's a fucking semester of school? Mm, depends. The two semesters. It's uh, like so. Let's say months. what six months. Yeah. All right. Then then you have to chill out for six months and then like fucking do your awkward Romeo thing that ends with you talking to a policeman anyway. But at least you don't go to jail. You just get told to not come back around here. Um. So yeah, that's it. Don't 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 do some dumb shit. Yeah. Don't do it. In the words of Ray the Bouncer, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Speaking of Ray the Bouncer. And all things overnatural. All right, we're going to close this out with a big announcement. Big announcement. Um, are you familiar with CMJ Week? No. Okay, well, yeah, tell me more about it. CMJ what happens at CMJ? CMJ kind of stands for College Music Journal, which is a publication that nobody reads anymore. But they still. Is that what it is? Does it stand for that? I have no idea. I have, I have the music slightest journal. idea what CMJ stands for. I did college music in the I did college radio in the nineties, guys. I got this covered. Um. College Music Journal week in October. And guess what's going to happen, Andrew? Can you, I'll give you one guess as to what's going to happen that week in October. The Decemberists are going to play a show that is sparsely attended. Yes, definitely. Nailed it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there's going to be a lot of hype on Twitter featuring, sponsored by Scion, etc. <clears throat> but also... There's going to be a live podcast, courtesy of Iron Pure Records. Featuring who? Featuring us. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, now oh. I'm excited. All right. Oh. Well, fuck. Live podcast coming straight to you uh, during CMJ week in October. And we're jumping the gun on this because I don't think this has been confirmed with the venue yet. So we don't know. We won't give any details, but we don't know where. We don't know when. It's been the offer has been extended, and we've graciously accepted. And we're going to try to have a little uh, our overnight drive con that night, where you can come dressed up as your favorite overnight drive character, if you'd like. You can also purchase overnight drive gear. Um, get a picture taken with either Andrew or myself for just the low price of $20. Or maybe Ray the Bouncer. <clears throat> maybe Ray the Bouncer actually come. Uh, we a tough sell to have Ray the Bouncer come, but maybe, maybe we can we make it happen. Hey, Ray the Bouncer, he'll come with us. All right. All right. And maybe some other surprises. Gabriel will be there. And she hey. may even appear in a, long, in a uh, negligee. If you're lucky. <laughs> we'll see if we can... We'll get a bunch of... Uh, we get a bunch of people from uh, from past broadcasts together. That'll be it'll be a nice time. It'll be we'll get our little whack pack together. Yeah. So so I don't know. I don't know when CMJ Week is exactly, but I'm sure it's in October. <clears throat> Very tentative so, right now, but it is. Uh, the offer has been extended. What I would do in your case, if you live in the Midwest, is go on Hitmonk. And yes, I use Hitmonk too. Book the don't book the flight, but create the flight. And then in about a week or so, it'll come back and say, hey, your trip to Brooklyn, New York is still open. And by then, we should know. And then if so, then fuck it. Book the trip. Yeah. Uh, book the trip and then start buying your OND fucking con gear. Clothes. Your gear. If you're going to come as Black Dallas, 
if you're gonna come as uh, the as girls from the OK Cupid Hooker House, the Hooker House Kermit girl. If you have to go to over uh, to uh, Victoria's Secret and buy some pink sweatpants, Booker T <laughs> power bombing Rivers Cuomo. Perfect. The uh, easily, yeah, easily one of the share of apple. Love share of apple. Share of apple. So yeah, so there's uh, that. That's that's it. So we got. Uh, we got big things happening, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, we're doing, always doing big things. The way it sounds, which is interesting, the last podcast, the last live podcast we did was like, we had about 15 minutes. And it was just like, oh, you guys should just riff for 15 minutes, which is, you know, riffing for 15 minutes is doable. Riffing for an hour is going to be interesting. We're going to <laughs> we're gonna have to kind of figure this out a little that's bit. That's what we've just done. Yeah, that's true. More than an hour. We're at almost two hours right now. This is great. So, uh, so yeah, look for look for that. See when CMJ is. Mark your calendars. Get your shit together and uh, and book a trip. Um, I don't know. You guys, you guys are both on your phones right now, leading me no, to believe I'm, neither of you have anything major to no, plug. No, I'm looking at people's past uh, submissions to the oh, Tumblr to go exciting. through the. I'm gonna compile the list of overnight drive con costumes. Perfect. Give people. <laughs> uh, somebody said, "Is Sean Duty Hemingway?" The priest from when Sean Duty went to jail. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, Nancy Grace from Against Me. Excellent. And the news, like a split down the middle. Perfect. <laughs> um, Sheriff Apple, of course. The Korean girl that opened Andrew's seltzer at the checkout and yep. gave him the evil eye. Really good. Uh, let's see what's the else. There's so many. <laughs> I love that. I love Mr. Rizzo. It was really good. Um, Ed Powers. Wonderful. They're having love talks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what she's saying right now. Oh, you were pantomiming seltzer. All right, okay, excellent. You know, it's gonna be close enough to that supermarket. Maybe we can actually get the girl that opened my seltzer to come there and be like, "Listen, for five dollars, you can come to this event." Oh, an event. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been episode eighty-nine. I, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm gonna call it on this. I don't know about you guys, but I have to go to the bathroom. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll be back next week. Maybe earlier than next week with episode ninety. We'll uh, we'll see. Maybe in a matter of days because we're up here all week and we don't have much to do. Uh, you may have noticed that I was nodding to truckers today and uh, and eating ice cream. So and we might be able to knock out a couple more of these. So stay tuned to your tumblers. All right, you guys have anything to plug? Uh, you know, bare mattress songs coming out whenever. Come to Brooklyn in October. It's nice. Yeah, do it. Now, do it. Book it. Playing a Philadelphia basement show currently. <laughs> Go to that, too. Go to that. <clears throat> oh, shit. Should Bear Match play that shit? Yeah. All right. There you go. Then, now we got two acts going. Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week. Let's cue the music. Links in all the blitz.
Wasser zu sterben. Eine neue Präsentanz. Hi. Eine neue Präsentanz. Hi. Hi. Eine neue Präsentanz. Hi. Alle gegen alle. Alle. Alle gegen alle. Präsentanz ist zu viel. 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 Diese Scheiße ist zu laut. Präsentanz ist zu viel. Diese Scheiße ist zu laut. Präsentanz ist zu viel. Alle gegen alle. Alle. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.